With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lori Lattimore of Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place with Lori Lattimore Volkman and unfortunately Tim. God love him. He's he's away. He's on where is Tim? Where's Tim? He's busy. He's busy because he took off so much time from work last week to cover the draft that now he has to work overtime. So. Yeah, poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos and how they did. Lori, did you watch the whole draft? Were you were you enthralled for for uh, all three days? I believe it was like eighty six hours of draft coverage. <laughs> I did watch a fair amount. I'll tell you, Saturday when we were waiting and waiting to get to our picks, I was like, oh my god. I mean, I know they they did have less time on Saturday between picks, but I thought it was a lot less than it was. <laughs> was it like, should this be. This is less. taking forever. They got to find the sweet spot. Those early picks, they take too long, and then later it's like they burn through them so fast. It's just like, you, you know, oh, here's a picture of this guy. Okay, now we're going to go over here to Cleveland, and here's a picture of this guy. And then, you know, it's like, granted, a lot of these guys won't really ever mount much, but I still want to kind of soak in that draft uh, feeling from the first two days on day three. That's just me. I don't know. I know. Well, um, you know, the first day they're doing a lot of trades and they need time. As I've seen draft day, I know how it goes down. Kevin Costner <laughs> lost his father and he needs time. You know? 
Bron- when the Broncos were on the clock on Thursday night, they went down to like 20 seconds. They didn't announce the pick was in until the time had almost gone out. So I think that fueled a lot of drama that we were going to take a quarterback because Justin Fields was still there and they probably didn't expect that or they weren't sure. Patrick Sertan was still there. The drama for the Broncos on Thursday night was greater than any I've seen in the years I've been really paying attention. It was to it was great up until they put the pick in. And, and this is not a knock on Patrick Sertan. 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 Yeah. Even though there's an I, don't pronounce the I. It's not, it's not like... <laughs> It's Sertan, not like Stain. And we are nothing at Something Something Broncos, if not very particular about how we pronounce everybody's name. <laughs> Especially when we get it wrong all the time. <laughs> Isn't that right, Justin Herbert? <laughs> and George Payton. Anyway. Right. So, all right. So the pick came in. I was not expecting that. I mean, after weeks and weeks and weeks of hearing Justin Fields and everyone's like, this is my stone cold lock of Justin Fields is going to be the guy if he falls. He was not the guy. Uh, Mac Jones also was not the guy. It was kind of a shock. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, we'll get into the drama, the pre-draft drama here in a little bit. Yeah. I, I wasn't prepared for uh, Patrick Sertan the second. Did you expect that? Or, I mean, you were thinking quarterback too. Like you said, after all the buildup for a week, although I think it was Joe Rouse who had, you know, some intel saying George Payton wasn't that high on Justin Fields. So that was not really the quarterback he would want if, you know, a quarterback were available. We knew that Trey Lance was likely the guy if he was available. Everyone kept thinking that the 49ers might take him, but we're probably taking Mac Jones. And there was so much smoke around that whole 49ers thing. So I don't think we should have been as surprised as I'm sure we all were. I think at the point it was announced, I was in that mode of, we have this guy, they're not gonna take him, I know they're not. When it came down that Justin Fields wasn't the pick, at that moment, I wasn't surprised because I'd already kind of talked myself into the disappointment that I might feel immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, the disappointment was widespread across Twitter and, and the comment section. They're like, what are you doing? Justin Fields is right there. And, you know, and it fed into all the intrigue of the evening. But I'll be honest, like, I don't really know Patrick Sertan. Like he was not on my radar. Like, and I, and I am, I am far from a draft Nick. It's only through osmosis and listening to them for months and months and months while they break down the draft. <laughs> in adv- like sometimes years in advance, I come to, you know, kind of form my opinions of these guys. Oh, Patrick Sertan was not part of any of those conversations. I'm excited to be pleasantly surprised. I had done the draft preview of him. So it's funny. I was, I was thinking about it later. I'm like, wow, I actually did the preview of the guy who ended up being our first round choice. Yay for me. Yay for you. What do we need to know about him? He has all the traits of an elite cornerback. He is likely to be not just a contributor, but an all pro. And many people believed he was possibly one of the best defenders of, you know, all the defensive guys in the draft he might've been the top one for, for some. So we got, a, we got an outstanding player. I'm still very split on the whole thing. Months before the draft, I was not in favor of the rookie QB because I just thought it is such a gamble. It's probably not a gamble that a new GM wants to take. It's probably not 
kind of gamble that a, a coach like Vic Fangio, who has to have a good season to keep his job, wants to take. And we don't want to have to trade up and lose a lot of capital to, to get the QB. Well, as it turned out, we weren't going to have to trade up and we could have gotten what many believe was one of the best QBs on the board. It's hard to not be disappointed. You know, we talked to the guys at Sports Info Solutions and they felt like Justin Fields is there. You got to take him. He was their second highest ranked quarterback of the class. So did we screw our future by not taking the guy who fell to us in this draft? We'll see. But we did get a guy who's going to be, I think, a very big contributor to one of the most exciting parts of our defense, which is the secondary. Probably one of Vic Fangio's favorite parts of the defense to manipulate and use in all kinds of creative ways. I think we won on draft night. If we had taken Justin Fields, we might have also won. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we might yet still. Let's go ahead and talk about the the elephant in the room. Three hours, four hours maybe uh, before the draft, uh, Adam Schefter came on uh, and was like, oh yeah. So um, in addition to the draft, uh, the biggest event in off season for the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is really mad and doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. To which every Bronco fan was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, could this happen? And and slowly like reports started popping up all over the place that, oh, well, he's interested in the Broncos and the Raiders and the 49ers. But you should point out that it wasn't like just reports all over the place too. It was former Bronco and local Denver radio host, Mark Schlereth, who had a pretty detailed- Intimate, in- we can say intimate. <laughs> indicating- <laughs> He had some insider knowledge that a deal could be done. I feel like that tweet kind of really got all the local guys jumping on their sources. What's going on? What's going on? And you know, indicating, yes, they were hearing the same thing. Yeah, it was intel plus excitement uh, plus a desire to be first on this. And so it kind of got whipped up a little too fast. There were a lot of deleted tweets and people like backtracking. By the time the Sertan pick had come in, national people had come in to kind of squash the local people right. and say that, you know, the Packers haven't been talking to anybody, which is which is why all of a sudden everyone was like, well, who is who is uh, Mark Schlereth talking to? Apparently it was the source himself. The reports were he was talking to Aaron Rodgers. Would you take a call from Mark Schlereth? Sure. these guys it's a it's a fraternity the nfl why is he talking to mark schlereth i think mark's initial source was not aaron Rodgers. i think it was somebody else because aaron then texted mark and said tell me what's happening what do you know (laughs) oh well maybe could be through their agents that seems to me like a pretty likely scenario (sighs) why do you have to like squash my skepticism with like actual sense talk (laughs) (laughs) it's what it's what i do i'm here to just squash all your fun all hopes and fun yeah (laughs) you're right it's funny how it was like wildfire and then like a flood hit and just put the fire out in a second right before the draft so then broncos country is like i think just all sort of discombobulated like what amped up and sad and excited and like (laughs) oh and then the broncos of course like you said are taking the clock down to zero or like oh my god what's gonna happen i can't handle it and also everyone's surprised that justin fields was there after the 49ers took their quarterback we had five more teams that go and they all they all went with something different and Carolina picked J.C. Horn, another cornerback, but not one that people 
thought necessarily would be the first one taken. So for Patrick Sertan to be there, again, was a surprise for George Payton. I think the reason they took the clock down is this may not be the position we have to get right away, you know, in the first round because we do have three starters, but this is a generational cornerback. Best player available instead of like the reach method that we <laughs> used to employ, you know, before the last couple of years with Elway. We would always draft to fill a need and get, get hosed over it. My question is, does Patrick Sertan play a single snap for the Denver Broncos. Like the, the, the chance is very real that he could be part of whatever trade package is put together for Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? It would be a really big shame, however, to get all excited and, and maybe even talk yourself into being excited about your first round pick and then give him up. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's happened before. Uh, Chris Hinton was an offensive lineman uh, and he was drafted by the Broncos in 1983. And he was traded to, uh, to, to the Baltimore Colts. Never played a single snap for the Broncos. A, an all-time great player for them. But he wasn't John Elway. And, <laughs> and he didn't play a single snap. And so that could very well happen. They're going to say, we want Aaron Rodgers. You can take your pick of anybody we drafted or any of our draft picks. Like, I don't think that it's going to be open season on the current roster or any of our free agent acquisitions just because that's already been solidified. And it doesn't make sense to trade that away to, to get Aaron Rodgers when, you know, that is the reason why Aaron Rodgers is such a terrific fit because you've got every, you got the table set for the guy. You've got the offense, you've got the defense. In the aftermath of the choice where again, so many people are kind of reeling, like you could have gotten a quarterback. That's the one thing we need that fueled even more conversation about, well, maybe they specifically didn't take a quarterback because all of this talk about Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos is real and there's something to it and they're looking ahead and wanting to make sure they have you know the best defensive player because we're about to get a hall of fame quarterback <laughs> which right it feels very real i mean you know they have to wait until what is it, is it june 2nd it's early june for the salary cap this is part of the reason it started coming out that this this didn't make any sense that it would happen now you know that it, no deal was going to happen yeah you could take that cap hit and get the Broncos entire draft. You know, you could double your draft picks and, and, and you know, and like in that moment, so it's like, it's like you're damned if you do, or you're damned if you don't, if you're the Packers, because now any draft picks you acquire are going to be for 2022. And you could, you could not be further away from the 2022 draft than you were on draft day. You're delaying the reality that he wants to leave. It's just denial by the Packers right now. Like to think that, they're going to keep Aaron Rodgers is kind of ridiculous because Aaron Rodgers is angry. And when Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to do something, he doesn't do it, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and it's, you know, and I think that was part of the reason why they were like, Oh, it's the cap hit because it's comfortable for them. Like, it's like, you know, their, yeah. their fan base was not prepared. They weren't prepared for what was going on. And so it's like, you know, they needed some time to think about it. If there was ever a bluff being called about the Jordan love thing, they drafted the guy. Like if, if they truly believed that Jordan love was going to help their team, well, now's your chance. Uh, when I moved to Los Angeles right after college, I, both of my roommates were diehard Packer fans. They're just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is awful. I, I, I'm, I'm mad, but I love him. And, you know, it's like they're yeah. going through uh, through every stage of grief. You know, I get it. I get it. We went through it with Jay Cutler is not MVP, Super Bowl champion, right. Aaron Rodgers. So it's got to be infinitely worse. But it's going to be great for us if we can make this happen. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but they were saying, like, oh, well, you know, maybe what they could do to show uh, Aaron that they, you know, that they're committed to him for the future and beyond, which is what their GM said, is to trade Jordan Love. And I'm like, guys. There's no film of Jordan Love out there. There was no preseason left. Right. There, like he has, he got drafted and then was put in a Ziploc baggie and put in the freezer. And they're not going to fire their GM at the whim of their, you know, quote unquote patulent quarterback. So that's not happening. So I'm, there's no way to repair this. Like it's not going to get repaired. It's it, he's going to end up forcing his way out through the grace of God. I I don't even know how this happened, but. The Denver Broncos are in the best position yes. possible yes. to acquire Aaron Rodgers. Like these other teams that they're talking about aren't even in the same breath. It's like, yeah, well, the Raiders are also interested. It's like the Raiders have $6 million in, in <laughs> cap space. Like unless he's coming to play for free, which is not, he's yeah. like, they, they'd have to gut their entire team to, to and that doesn't make sense. He, he wants to go somewhere and win. Like that's, you know. Yeah. Coming to the Broncos as you say, makes the most sense because he's going to get a very young, talented offense with three great wide receivers. We just got a new running back, which again, kind of speaks a little bit perhaps to why we, you know, got a running back in the second round. Maybe it's prepping a little bit for, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. You almost said Drew Locke. I could see Drew Locke on your face. Like, I always wash said, his name out of your mouth. I always said Jordan Love. We have a new young stud running back. We have a pretty decent offensive line. Still, still needs work. Well, but he's used to running for his life with the right. offensive line. I mean, at Green Bay. exactly. If there's a quarterback who can handle our offensive line besides Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, it, you know, or Patrick Mahomes, I guess it's you know it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. You have a young, upcoming offense, and you have a defense that even when it was depleted to the, to the, you know, it's just bare bones last year. It still survived to be one of the top five defenses in the red zone. And then we just went out and got the best cornerback in the league. We have hopefully back, you know, a very strong edge rushing duo with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. We have a really good defensive line. We added some free agents to the, to the defensive back room. If you get Aaron Rodgers, as you said, that is our only hole was quarterback, really. Where else is he going to go? I don't know why he would say Vegas is somewhere he wants to go, other than that the only attraction has to be Vegas. Okay, so do you think Aaron Rodgers comes to Denver? Do you think, let's just put a button on that. Yeah, because I, I do really too. don't like what we're looking at if we don't have Aaron Rodgers. I do too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, poor, poor Drew Locke. 
but you had your shot, bud. Sorry, you sucked. I was in favor of, you know, when the season was over, I was fine with seeing how it, what he could do next year until we had the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson. of like, oh, man, elite quarterback. Done. You've got to take it. Then that situation happened. And what happens if in two months we end up with Deshaun Watson? Like, I'll be, I'll be fine with that. If we get Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers, I will feel so good about our team because we have learned the hard way that when you go cheap on quarterback, you go cheap on your chances. For cheap it. is cheap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You money's worth, and that's what we've gotten. I think we'll get Aaron Rodgers too. Okay, so here's my old roommate. I was texting back and forth with him. Uh, and this, this is a text from um, 5.18 p.m. Eastern. So this is his trade proposal for Aaron Rodgers. Your next three ones and twos. Your next three ones and twos, Von Miller, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Kyle Fuller, Bradley Chubb, and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that's Rodgers. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the trade only makes sense if we keep all those guys. It's got to be picked straight up. <laughs> yeah. As of last night, Aaron Rodgers' wish list was 49ers, Broncos, Raiders, not necessarily in that order, which, by the way, the Raiders have no cap save space, as we already said. And the 49ers took a guy. So who, yeah. So that's it. So there's one team left on that list. Um, so, he, so I sent that to him, and he sent me back a GIF, or GIF, Tim, uh, of a guy just throwing up. <laughs> Here's the thing is that, yeah, he's got his salary from the NFL, but he's also like the face of those terrible state farm commercials. So uh, he has probably made hundreds of millions of dollars off that. Like his, his endorsements far eclipse any money he made in the NFL. I do think he's a bit of a diva that could be an issue with us, but not a diva that, I mean, not any more so than Peyton Manning was. Like, no. If you're a great quarterback, I kind of think you've earned the right to be a diva. So yeah, or in. or even Tom Brady. It's like, hey, yeah. we're gonna build the team around you. Does that make you a diva? Like the fact that we acknowledge your greatness and want you to come and play and win with us. Like that's, you know, that's I, it is more than what Green Bay has offered. I mean, they they thumbed their nose at him and took a corner in the first round, which you know is further insult to injury. As you've pointed out, and we've agreed, I think the Broncos make the most sense. And I'm crossing my fingers that we are looking at him as our signal caller and not this combo quarterback competition between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I would rather poke my eyes out than have to go through another. (laughs) And between those two, I hope it's Teddy Bridgewater. I like that kid a lot. I know, know, right? he like broke his leg doing nothing and almost like had it amputated. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. and he was really good up until, you know, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, so, how does that happen? So that's- I hope, you know, I'm all for, I'm all for him winning that competition, by the way. <laughs> I just hope it's winning. The competition is number two behind Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> In other news, because we've gone on so long about all the things that really matter in Broncos uh, country. Uh, We can talk also a little bit about uh, the draft picks, the other draft picks. In the second round, Denver Broncos took running back Javante Williams. Uh, Third round, Quinn Miners, offensive guard. Third round, Baron Browning, linebacker. 
fifth round, Caden Stearns, safety. Fifth round, Jamar Johnson, safety. Sixth round, Seth Williams, wide receiver. Seventh round, Kerry Vincent, cornerback. Jonathan Cooper, linebacker. And Marquis Spencer. And that's it for Mile High Report. Something, something Broncos. Thank you for listening. I'm Jess Blaze. Bye, Laurie Lattimore Bowen. I was like, I'm going to list these and it's going to be funny because I'll just end the show. Like, and then I was like, oh, this is actually a really long list. And uh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do that. It's interesting. Seven of the 10 are defense. As Vic Fangio pointed out, it wasn't like that was necessarily the plan going in that we're going to pick more defense than offense. It just worked out that way when the, it came to the players they wanted to get based on where the board was. But I do think there's a little bit of a of an attempt by the new GM to just sort of give Vic Fangio the, the best weapons he can have to have the best team he can do. He's stocking the cupboard. I mean, it right. is, the cupboard is full. Yeah. I mean, George Payton basically gave Vic Fangio the guys he needs to make the defense great. And then it will be up to his offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, you know, Mike Shula and also Pat Shermer to really figure out the quarterback piece and make that work. And, and I, so I think that's, that's helping Vic Fangio have his best opportunity to be successful in a year that he really has to be successful to, to keep his job. Again, I was completely uh, enthralled by the whole uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. And so I, I have, I have not attached myself very much to these guys. Like maybe this is probably the least I have paid attention to any of our draft picks in, in, in the last 20 years, just because like I said, I, I am genuinely concerned that some of them aren't going to be here come, come uh, June 2nd or, or slightly after. Um, but I, I, I do like the, the minors uh, pick. Like, like, I mean, how he's just, he's a great story. And if he can play yes. football even better, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. He's, he's from this, this nowhere school at the, what D three. Right. And, um, and, and he, he's, he started posting videos of himself and like knocking trees over on YouTube and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I, his story is great. Cause he, the only reason he made it to the draft was because he got invited to the senior bowl, which was a lot because I think of these videos because his D three school, they ended the season because of COVID. So he didn't even have a chance <laughs> and they, you know, came in and said, all right, you get an invite to the senior bowl. And at the senior bowl, he was a pair, you know, he was, he was taking on all these guys, these defensive guys from LSU and Alabama and, you know, these D1 monsters. Yeah. And he was pancaking them. So I, it's a great story. And, and apparently they're going to put him at center first. So, you know, um, he, he could be, it's possible that he's playing right away. I think it could be cool. Like, yeah, I like him. And then speaking of like physical play, the running back, uh, Javante Williams, like yeah. watching him just truck dudes, like, like, whoa, like that was pretty cool. If he can run like, like that in the NFL, then, then I'm going to be super excited. Like, that'll be fun. He does have that, like, I will knock you out of the way and make you pay for ever thinking that you're going to 
try to tackle me like yeah so, which is pretty awesome but like so yeah like at the goal line like that I mean think about how <laughs> think about how often like we were at like third and goal from the oh my well, and like oh we just can't get that last yard field goal time and Brandon McManus missed it like <laughs> it's like the story of the 2020 Denver Broncos oh my gosh third and goal now being at the goal line would have been nice more often it was it was usually you know third and something and we'd run 13 the ball. from we'd still from... run the ball knowing <laughs> that we're, we're not we weren't even trying to get a first down we were just trying to get closer to make the punt easier it was ridiculous right? isn't it nice that that season ended that's over like oh that, my gosh know, and it's been replaced with hope and then if we get aaron Rodgers, oh my god Lori, we could get aaron Rodgers. they know it i want to be excited about it but i want to not get my hopes up because of the way my hopes fizzled over Deshaun Watson. I thought that was going to happen. And it's still good, maybe. I mean, maybe it's we'll be good. the only team who still needs a quarterback when his whole situation gets finalized. And I know. What Imagine Drew Locke just like, you know, well, I'm still the quarterback today. You know, like every yeah. day waking up and be like, who's the quarterback in the Denver Broncos, handsome? You are. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you have been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman, and Tim Lynch uh, is not here. I don't. He's gone. So, well, <laughs> he said he promised not only next week but the week after. Which you know what that means? That's three podcasts in a row. So that's really good for us. Um, you can listen to us uh, wherever you get our podcasts. Uh, please like uh, and subscribe. Um, and uh, and and thank you for listening to all of our terrible commercials that are in the show. They 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 help uh, uh, buy uh, Lori and I Starbucks coffees when we're out and about. Uh, we really appreciate that. That comes in very handy when we are tired. <laughs> a correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. Nice music. Alexa, stop. I actually love that we didn't take a quarterback the rest of the draft. I would have been so ticked if we picked up some scrub for yeah, and right. wasted a pick on that. There's like a little green meeting information. It has the meeting ID. It has your name, your password. Oh, oh I don't have that, I don't think. Social security number. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bonnie's Kim. social security number is on here. Yeah, good. It's good. She deserves yeah. to have hers on there. <laughs> no. well they 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 drafted what's his name leatherwood so i mean they that's they're putting out the the red carpet <laughs> for, yeah right <laughs> they were like we want aaron Rodgers, so we're gonna make a statement by drafting a guy who would have been there in the fourth round when i was when i was at the draft in 2019 in nashville the raiders this is so great because you know the first round in particular, TV is really big on, you know, the fans that are in the inner circle and they go to them to see their reaction to the first round pick. And having been there for this, I I wouldn't have known this necessarily, but, you know, they come to you 20 seconds before and they're like, the pick's coming in. We want you guys screaming and waving your pom-poms and your big orange hats or whatever you have and like go crazy. And so, you hope, of course, that it's a pick that you know who it is and you're excited legitimately about, but they are basically telling you, look excited. So it comes to the Raiders that year and they picked Cleland Farrell and everyone's like, 
Huh? <laughs> you, could see, you could see on the big screen at the draft, they had no idea who their team just picked. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I mean, we picked that year, we picked Noah Fant, even though, and that was the year we traded down. And um, the big linebacker was still there when, you know, when we could have picked it at whatever 15. Ah, uh, Je- um, Devin Bush. And so oh, we yeah. really thought we were going to get Devin Bush and we were all excited. Then they said, you've traded down. And like the, the only reason we knew we traded down was because the TV cameras took off. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wait, we got to go get the Steelers. And we're all like, wait, we're ready to cheer. We're excited. I'm ready. And I got my hat on. <laughs> yeah. And then the Steelers picked Devin Bush. And we're like, oh, what? What? <laughs> Broncos, what are you doing? That was our guy. What? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, they come back to us seven picks later at number 22. And I'm the whole time, I'm just like, I don't know who's, I don't, you know, because you're not watching TV. You really don't have like all this stuff and information in front of you. I'm like, I just hope to God I know who this player is when, you know. So thankfully, Noah Fan, you know, being one of the two top tight ends that they'd been talking about a lot. I did know I was excited. But. <laughs> I, well, I get attached. I, I definitely do. I, you know. I like mean, if they we, tried we, to get rid of Vaughn, even though that would possibly make sense because how many more years is Vaughn going to be good? I would die inside because I want Vaughn to be here forever. Let me start that over because I don't want to sound like a fool. <laughs> the oft injured Texans wide receiver. Okay, you can have him. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's kind of up to Pat Shermer, really, to, and uh, um, what's his name? Our quarterback's coach to, to work with, unless. And hopefully we get a different quarterback. <laughs> what, is, what is the name? I can't even remember his name. I know Tom McMahon hasn't been fired. <laughs> Which is surprising. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.